should probably figure out how to introduce this travesty. That's very fair. <laughs> I'm Troy. I'm Rachel. I'm Lee. Welcome to Sciencing Fiction! And we have some terrible stuff to talk about today, so this should be fun. Yeah, I have some really dumb thoughts and bother these two people about it. I and love it. we realized we should probably record it. I, I think I we should think... explain maybe the premise of it. Yeah. So the premise is taking mythos and fictional creatures far too seriously. Um, and we're getting to all the point of rationalizations and figuring out how what does what. Um, but we'll never get to the point of just saying it's magic. Because that is a hand wave and that is far too easy. It's cheap. It is cheap. What we want to do is make you think and make you vaguely uncomfortable with our <laughs> rationalized ideas. Cold hard science facts. Cold science hard science facts. facts. So do we want to start with the question that Lee, was it Lee's question yesterday about no. Medusa? Was Rachel. It Rachel? It's yeah. always it was Rachel. A solid Rachel. Rachel. That's true. <laughs> um, it sprung on me. Why are Medusa's pubes not snakes? I mean, do we know that they're not? We don't know that they're not. We like, don't know. You brought up no an evidence. excellent point, which we do know. That her eyebrows are not snakes. I brought this up to my girlfriend, and she said, Medusa doesn't have eyebrows. She does. We looked if at you sculptures. Look, yeah, if you look at the Greek sculptures, she has human hair eyebrows. She does. Okay. Yes. Look it up if you don't believe. No, I do am it. looking up some, some various things. Um, I couldn't find too many ancient sculptures, but the uh, classical ones that I found were eyebrowed. Eyebrowed, okay. Yeah, they were thin eyebrows, but they were definitely not snakes. And it was a sculpture, so you could see the texture, like it wasn't drawn on? Correct. You also had another excellent point, which brings open a whole can of worms. So, um, a about can that of point. Snakes, snakes hey. So, about Nobody's that gonna point. listen to this damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My mom said she might. Yeah, we so, got one! We're gonna get, like, ev everybody that, just our friends. Yeah, yeah basically. I mean, that's all I'm hoping Welcome for. Welcome, our least. friends. <laughs> Some oh, yeah, sort of she record definitely of our does. She definitely does have eyebrows, yes. See? Yeah. Okay. Just say what the point was first, which was that head hair is biologically a different, like, structure than body hair, but I talked to my mom, and my mom is currently in laser hair removal school, and she told me I was wrong. But if Special guest speaker. Potentially. <laughs> but if we're talking in terms of lice, head lice and body lice. But you can get body lice in your hair and head lice on your body. They're different species, but they're just named after the part of the body they're most often found on. But if you have pubic lice and you get your head near them, it, they'll go to your eyebrows first before your head hair. Really? Yeah. Because what? it's the most. How do you know that? How do we know any My of this? My brain accumulates stupid Garbage. knowledge. <laughs> yes, basically. So I don't remember anyone's names. Fair. Because you're too busy thinking about Medusa's pubic lice. Generally, yes. <laughs> so, um, one thing, though, even if it's the same structure. So what she told me was that the reason why the hair is different lengths is because of the lifespan of the hair itself. Um, which does not convince me because, like, I know that body hair tends to be coarser than head hair on most people. Not always, but... Yeah. I, I'm looking, I'm looking at, uh... I'm looking at some stuff right now. I don't. Yeah. I'm. I'm not going to go through like the burden of proof on these sources, but uh, yeah. What I'm finding is there's terminal hair, 
which grows on the scalp, eyebrows, and eyelashes, so everything on your your upper head, and vellus hair, which is found everywhere, everywhere else. So that groups pubic hair and, like, the hair on your arms into the same category. I could get, like, pubes and, like, armpit hair. They kind of, they're, like, the same texture, but, like, yeah. the hair on your arm also is vellus hair. Mm-hmm. And this is saying that, that yeah, it is the, the life cycle of the hair, um... They, the follicle grows the hair, uh, but then at some point the cells die off and the growth stops. The hair falls out and the follicle goes dormant for around six months before sprouting new hair-producing cells. Ooh, this brings up a new question. Does okay. Medusa lose her snakes? Oh my god. I mean, or do the, do the snakes grow while attached to her head? Does she have to feed her hair? Yes, these are really good questions. Do her snakes molt? Mmm. I mean, that would be the worst dandruff. Oh my god, it's yeah. It's just, it's Medusa dandruff. Is That's that would be so shows. good to have, like, a wig cast of Medusa's head. Whoa. That time of the month. <laughs> yes, that's incredible. That. So <laughs> but this, this does, like, um... This does beg the question, because I've always wondered, why is it that your head hair can grow all the way down to the floor, but your arm hair doesn't? So is this just the vellus cycle, that, like the vellus hair cycle that is falling out prematurely? I know, like, your hair falls out on your head, too, but, like, why is it that the hair on the head can grow so much longer? That would make some sense. I'm really trying to figure out, because I swear, it might have been a rumor or something about the evolutionary divergence of body and head hair. Look up. I, I think it was mostly related to head versus body lice. I do want to point out this This uh, person also states, Our head hair is almost uniquely long and flamboyant. That's solid. <laughs> Humans are the only species. You heard it here oh, first. I, I, I misheard you. What did you? <laughs> I was also, going to say, I know that is not true. Also, flammable. You burn your arm hair. <laughs> Flamboyant. Okay, that makes more sense. Yes, Homo sapiens sapiens. Characteristic: flamboyant head hair. What about Homo? Oh wait, it, Homo Neanderthal. Yeah. They had long hair. Was yeah, it just not flamboyant enough? Well, okay. Current only current expand? species. Okay. Also, I don't think they had access to like herbal essences, you know? Like, how, how flamboyant but can you get? That's social evolution, not biological evolution. It <laughs> doesn't count. Do you think Medusa uses product? That's a good question. I mean, yeah, how much do the snakes obey her whims? It's not like anyone's gonna see her. But um, uh, Yeah, it's true. She doesn't have to worry about, about societal... It's not great for her. I mean, was it... I think it was... She's got her sister. It was Perseus. It was Perseus. It was Perseus who turned the mirror back on her and turned her to stone, and then he broke off her head and took it with him when he uh, went to rescue Andromeda from the sea monster. Yeah. Because nothing nothing says, I love you, I've never met you before, come be my wife, then here's the head of a Gorgon. (laughs) Don't ever look at it. Please. <laughs> well, I think at that point she was safe. No, to look I, I at, think right? that he still would use it. I oh, think he still he? used it on his foes. That's why he cut off the head. Oh, yeah, I think that's, that's right. right. He did. Okay. Which in the pictures it always looks like it's still flesh. Which yeah, the way he like holds the... it, so that means he must be really strong. 
this I mean, this one, like the uh, Greeks, they love their muscles. Yeah, you know the the classic like horrified face yeah. with the blood coming out. Like she definitely looks still alive. Yeah, but she's got them eyebrows though. She does have she does have hair eyebrows. She appears to have hair eyelashes. Yeah. Um. Oh God, eyelash snakes. Uh, yeah, we talked about that, and the only reason why we didn't go into more depth with it was because I couldn't find any sculptures that had eyelashes, so we would have to go to paintings. Yeah, that's fair. If Medusa gets lice, are they just like the mites that snakes get? Depends on what part of her body Oh yeah, is she, is she susceptible to even more infections through would, her head? I would think so. If, if the snakes are mm-hmm. indeed living entities. But that begs the question, are they living entities within themselves, or do they share her bloodstream? Yeah, do they have their own... Well, I mean, if they share her... Like, uh, like fetuses and uh, embryos and babies and all of that uh, in utero are sharing uh, blood circulating, and... They're they're... not sharing circulating blood, it's placental. So it's... But then the blood goes in and out through that. It, It... The mother and baby retain their own blood systems, but because the vessels are so close, they can transmit nutrients. Yes. Okay. So, so I'm so it's not so necessarily blood to, to blood. Them, the snakes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is the snakes don't need to eat. So or basically, the gods might have given her a parasitic infection. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Well, are, like, is it a parasite or is it an endosymbiont? Depends on if they're receiving nutrients. It also I think depends are, on if she's benefiting from it. She is technically benefiting from it. She gets all the men to stay away from it. That's a pretty (laughs) sharp benefit. (laughs) I know that's because of her gaze. That's not necessarily because of her hairdo. I mean, Mm. dudes are pretty stupid. (laughs) They they probably have not differentiated between the two. (laughs) The snakes are like a warning sign to stay away. Yeah, it's it's aposematic coloration. uh, (laughs) Aposematic snakeation. Snakeation. How much would Medusa have to eat to sustain her head? Do they get all their nutrients? I mean, snakes snakes only eat once a week. They eat one... Okay, so here's the question to figure this out. How many snakes does she have on her head? Uh, you've got the picture. Yeah, it's definitely it more than to be ten. A lot. It it's more like. than ten. I mean, but they're fairly small snakes, so they probably only need like a large mouse, small rat's worth of food every week. That's Let's true. say twenty-five. Twenty-five snakes. snakes. So twenty-five. Are they mouse size or rat size? Like small meals? mouse. Small mouse. Okay. Twenty-five small mice a week is definitely. I feel like I That's as like a, an extra meal. I feel like I as a human being with no snakes attached to me already eat more than I need on a daily basis. I don't think snakes would be taxing on me. So apparently the average mouse is about 30 calories. (laughs) Okay, so she would need about 750 extra calories. Yeah, that's like an extra... That's like a milkshake. Yeah. That's not bad. A milkshake, it doesn't have to be specifically formulated for snakes. Oh, a rat milkshake. No, not rats, but like... (laughs) We're just are there certain high things, protein? Yeah, are there certain it's like nutrients that? <laughs> Jesus! Oh, that's gonna blow out the mic, but that was a very good try. <laughs> Milk snake, um, which is also a real type of snake. Oh, are I know. her yeah. snakes on her head? Milk snakes? Then? Probably not. They don't Probably. Look like I don't it. know enough about herpetology to diagnose from the painting. wrong color in the paintings that I've um, seen. They are definitely not milk snakes. Are um, they? Milk snakes are also not native too. Are they venomous? Boids wouldn't make any sense. Although, her hair would look great if they were. No, I'm pretty sure they're boids. 
Okay, yeah. Um, they're different species. Definitely, I see some vipers, and I definitely see a ball python. Oh yeah. So there's so, definitely oh, yeah. different it's species. A mix of venomous and constrictive snakes. Do they have their own? Uh, if, if you're following along at home, well, the reference even... we're using is Caravaggio's portrait of Medusa. Her just her head, where she's it's a little gnarly. But yeah, there are a lot of different. Is that a snake biting another snake? <laughs> Probably. Oh, that that is yeah. even worse. Snakes, snakes are not social animals. Yeah. So what is going on up there? Oh, they're probably so. Either... Is that how she gets the venom into her body? Is through the shared bloodstream of the snake that gets Wait, bit by has, the other snake? She has venom in her body. Well, I mean, if she did, like. But what makes you think she does? I don't know. So <laughs> they have to share a bloodstream, and then that would. The, or the is it, does she have a placenta snakes. under her scalp sort yes. of situation that the snakes are then? <laughs> so, um, my question about all of this with the brain thing, so we see a snake striking another snake, so that implies that it's separate brains, but the fact that they haven't all killed each other implies that they're the same brain. Hmm. Is there some sort of hive mind situation going on here? Yes, there's, that makes the most sense. Yeah, there's like a uh, there's a precedent with that with eusocial colonies yeah. of having the same sort of goals, but then if if there's a certain situation, you know, like male honeybees, the drones, mm-hmm. they all yeah. get kicked out in the winter, yeah. and the the workers are just like, yep. Sucks to be just, yeah, just you're eating food and yep. contributing nothing. Goodbye. Yeah. Is that the same sort of situation that's happening here? Then is there? What happens if a snake dies on her head? I mean, there'd have to be some sh- sort of shedding in that case because if a, if a single snake is biting another snake, probably with the intent to kill or consume. Yeah. Snakes don't normally bite other snakes for funsies. No. So <laughs> so there would there have to be some to be a sort shedding of... process, which means. Oh no, the size what? of those pores. Ooh. No. Gross. The follicles like an oh. inch across. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> that is the worst thing that I've ever thought. I'm so But sorry. if we want to continue with Hive Mind, the specific painting that we're talking about has her with her head cut off. So it's possible oh. that, that the with Hive the Mind. Queen. Is with the queen exactly? Oh, that's brilliant! Oh, we'll have to look at so more references. She's, she's the queen snake. Yeah, yeah. and okay. if she dies, they turn. Yeah, so maybe that's why they're all flipping out and attacking each other. Hmm. And there are no snake butts, so the idea of head placenta is more likely. Yeah, because yeah, because the, the snake wastes yeah. go back it's into go the somewhere. head placenta. Mm. I mean, it's either that or their cloacas are just really far up on the body. I don't know which is worse. (laughs) It's like a sea anemone. The mouth is also the butt. Uh, If you have the cloaca that far up, that means those snakes can reproduce. And there are many other issues. There are so many issues with that. Look at at this. There is a snake biting another snake in this one, too. Oh, so I wonder and if this she is she looks a... alive there, so... She does she, look alive. She does look alive. It's a bust. We can yeah. see part of her shoulder, so yeah. she yeah. hasn't been decapitated. Yeah. She's got she's got some real human hair in this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, because also, if we can, like, follow the trail of, like, when these were carved, when these were painted, yeah. like, some sort of evolution of a myth... See, Pinterest is terrible because you can never find the sources for anything. Um, but there is this bronze statue of Perseus with her head, uh, and the snakes appear to be very docile. 
Yeah, they're just like curled there. Ah, weird. In this situation, she also, her eyes are closed. Yeah. Her face is lax. Yeah. Is this when she's been dead for a long time? Oh. Or I mean, if long she's been enough? petrified, she shouldn't be moving after she's dead. So this is just a bad sculpture, because she wouldn't have been relaxed in the moment of death with her eyes closed. She wasn't petrified. She... I thought that was the point of her turning her. Thing. Okay, well, yeah. that's, uh, I thought she turned that's into true. Stone. So Let's I see think here. that one is just a fail. Wikipedia. Yes, he did use the uh, head to turn people into stone by kind of putting it in their face. Um, <laughs> she's just... Yeah. It says here from the Wikipedia page, she was a monster, a gorgon, generally described as a winged human female with living venomous snakes in place of hair. So that means that the boas are non-canonical. Either that, or she's got very special boas. It is a gorgeous painting. Yeah. This is just really amazing. This is this says here the three Gorgon sisters. She had two sisters, uh, Medusa, Stheno, and Urali were children of the ancient marine deities Forkis and Keto. Uh, I'm probably saying this all wrong, but they uh, apparently yeah they're winged and uh, have. Okay, yeah, snakes for hair and a hatred of mortal men. Same. Metal. <laughs> Metal. Uh, okay, in a late version of the Medusa myth by Ovid, uh, she was a ravishingly beautiful maiden. Poseidon assaulted her in Athena's temple, um, and then Athena, uh, mm, gross, blamed the victim and hit Medusa up with a curse to turn her beautiful hair into serpents and then make her beautiful face so terrible to behold that the mere sight of it would turn onlookers to stone. So I have heard an alternate interpretation and I don't know whether there's any validity to it or not, but I remember... I think I know what you're about uh, to say. The one about Athena actually doing it to protect her from uh, further um, uh, abuse. I'm not sure... making her so hideous that no one would attack her. Yeah, I have heard that and I like it very much. Yeah. Um, I like it better, but... I'm not Mythos sure. Mythos is not, yeah. is very much in the habit of blaming the victim. Absolutely. I'm not sure if it's a modern interpretation. I like it yeah. very much. But pre-Ovid, the, like, the three Gorgon sisters were all bestial with snakes, snake hair. And wings. And then, and wings. And Ovid was like, no, this is what's going on. It involves the gods and, you know, mm. Athena cursed her. And she's the only Gorgon sister with snake head. Hair. Hair. <laughs> totally right. <laughs> snake snakes on head. Yeah. Snake on head. Snake wig. I like the idea of her head is just turned into a snake head. One snake. Hmm. Okay. Cool. So now I'm uh, seeing a continuation of the story where now Perseus comes in um, that he was given a mirrored shield from Athena. Yes. Huh. Athena was the one who turned Medusa into yeah. the snake hair. So what is then the interplay between those two? Because if she did it just to protect her, but then she gave a mirror to Perseus, Perseus she have did known? something that made him favored by Athena. Yeah. And that's why and she was helping him. Yeah. Like, uh, he was going to slay her Medusa anyways, wasn't he? Yeah, he... There was some, like, king that was, like, trying to... Agamemnon? No. Polydectes. That one. Never heard of that one. Yes, King Polydectes wanted to marry Perseus's mom. Mm. Um, and the gods liked that, so they helped him. 
Mm. Medusa was the only one of the three Gorgons who was mortal. Her sisters were immortal. Oh, that sucks. I don't think that she turned herself to... St- I don't think she turned herself to stone. This says here that Perseus was able to slay her while looking at the reflection of That's her from the mirrored shield. So he didn't turn it on her and turn her to stone. He just didn't look directly at her. He yeah. looked in the mirror okay. and cut her head off yeah, with the sword I, from Hephaestus. I think I do remember hearing that now that you mention yeah. it. And then used her head to turn a bunch of other people into stone. Wow. Okay. Uh, Pegasus sprang from her dead body. Oh, yeah. Huh. I did not I know that part. About that. I did not yeah. know that part. I did not know that part. Uh, and um in what is this, Ovid? Chrysaur Chrysaur hmm? A giant wielding a golden sword. And Pegasus popped out of there. She really had uh, a lot of things in her body. <laughs> this <laughs> this says um that it, it, in most versions of the story, so I don't know if this is the con- continuation of Ovid or uh if it, it says you know, versions, so I'm sure there's others as well. The etymology for Gorgon, um, Gorgos, is Greek for fierce, terrible, and grim. That's not related to anything I just thought was cool. There's a a big old section in here about uh, feminism in uh, relation to Medusa. I believe that's probably where uh, your analysis came out of uh, about um, Athena trying to protect her. If we go to that and accept that premise, then her pubic hair being snakes makes more sense. Yeah, it's a pretty good defensive mechanism. Yeah, if they weren't terrified already by the snakes on your head, yeah, wait till they see the snakes, snakes. under your skirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which are also, also venomous. Snakes, then I assume. Mm. Ooh. And then comes the question, which many people have asked before: What happens if she cuts her hair or shaves? I mean, she'd have to be decapitating them, and then they'd all fall out. Yeah. Otherwise, like, so she can't cut her hair. Unless, off. instead of a mechanism to get rid of dead snakes, the snakes cannibalize dead snakes. Okay, but that does happen. Yeah. So a snake dies. Another snake cannibalizes it, which means and that then snake grows. A like, new snake grows in its place. I'm still thinking it. about the pores. Yeah, the pores are the pores very are upsetting. Be I thought of the idea of she could quote unquote wax them by like pulling them out, but then Maybe there's like twenty five huge like holes. In I her mean, head. is it but possible also, that they never like? Is it possible that the the there isn't a pore? It's just a stump that a snake grows out of, and she's got these little nubs on her head. That would be a more comfortable thing. <laughs> it I think would. it would be similar to you know when a snake comes out of the egg, it is not a fully formed snake. It's, it's going to be a, a smaller snake. Yeah, and yeah, then okay. after a while, the snake grows with her. Which stretches the pour out. That leads to the question of the elasticity of the pores on Medusa's yeah. scalp. Mm. How big can the snakes <laughs> get until she turns into Cousin It? I mean, they can surpass her head if they are okay. still growing. So is that, now I need to find an image of her alive and see if there are snakes biting when she is alive, because that might be the way that her hair keeps itself from getting too long, is once the snake gets to a certain length, there's some sort of, maybe she's like, ooh, no, that's too long for me, and her hive mind then is like, I need to keep this style very trim, (laughs) and she then influences one of the snakes to take out the long snake. Well, here's a question, though. Um, Do snakes have indeterminate growth? Because if not, maybe they just reach the end of their growth phase, and that's as long as they get 
I think snakes continue growing. No, they do. They do reach a point where they stop. You know, my ball python's full grown and he's three feet long. He's not getting any longer. They do reach a point where they stop growing, but that's oftentimes several feet long and her hair appears to be shorter. I, I don't think that this is a full snake length the... in here. It looks like it's like half a snake on her head. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's maybe missing the that, butt. Yeah. Maybe that is the uh, determinate point yeah. for her snakes. Is where is... her mid, where the snake mid body is. Yeah. Hmm. It's like only a that. certain length, you that know? Makes sense. That would be reasonable. <laughs> There's nothing reasonable. Reasonable, yes. <laughs> so reasonable indeed. So... I feel like originally you thought this was going to establish some sort of principle. Yeah, we got lost in the weeds, which is kind of what we do. What about dreads, like sneds? Sneds. Sneds. Okay. What, what about... Well, them, hold like, on, are you saying her snakes are like dreads, or are yeah. you talking about dreads made out of her snakes? Oh my god, because both they're each individual. Good. they're each individual hairs. Both is very good. So, I don't think either is possible? I don't know. Well, I mean really fat snakes. You could just, like, tie Coming them Coming from multiple pores? Well, I mean, if you have, like, a lot of head hair, you could just have one large tie in the back and have them all kind of conform. But if it depends if they're growing at different lengths, or self-cannibalizing, or any number of issues. Yeah, I, I, I think we have... I think we've gone in almost an opposite direction of our original talk of establishing a precedent of a difference between, like, the biological emergence of head hair versus body hair, because I think we're just saying that, yeah, she has snake pubes. But she yeah. doesn't have tiny snakes all over her arms, is the thing. That's true. Some people have less body hair than But arms. again, yes, I mean... But everybody has some body hair. I know that and we... Her eyelashes and eyebrows we can see are not snakes. The Alope eyebrows Alopecia. And then snakes. Uh, the eyebrows. Yeah, it's the eyebrows. And the eyebrows. Alopecia, you don't have hair. I, I know, but the snakes aren't technically hairy either. That actually brings up a good point, is friction alopecia. When there's too much construction or, you know... Some blood flow loss, you can get alopecia. Really? Did she do that to her arms because she couldn't stand how ticklish it was to have snakes oh all over God. her arms? Could you imagine one snake starts moving under your arms? That is your entire day. Oh my God. Yup. <laughs> no, that's bad. Ooh, Rachel, I hate it. Yep. <laughs> We're here yeah, to yeah, make you uncomfortable. I'm just looking at my legs and trying to imagine all of these as oh, tiny gosh. snakes. Yeah. Just like for everybody like, at home, no just leg hair. Your own I know. Legs. My leg hair is Unless very it's, it's very light blonde. No, I don't oh, I don't you're blonde. Yeah. Look at this forest. I know. Now imagine those are all snake. Now that we're done comparing our legs. Well, there's you know, I know we said that we didn't wanna we didn't wanna like do magic because that's a cop yeah. out. Which means the Athena argument doesn't count. But Well, on. but there is maybe a, a place to say that like, we don't want to have just, like, it's magic poof, yeah. but, like, for a reason and with some technicalities to it, perhaps? Okay. Yeah. I think the idea of Athena giving her the snakes as a form of protection is, like, that's a that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then maybe was intentional about the hair, the head hair, and the pubes. Yeah. But then everywhere else she was like, no, that's fine. <laughs> like, the head hair, like, that's a really good look for yeah. you. And, like, sis, you're gonna want that. Yeah. 
You're being too nice to Greek gods. We can't rewrite the history. We also have to recognize what you brought up earlier about them being older than the story of Athena being the one to do it. That is true. Yeah. She is she is she older. Is and her two her her two sisters yeah. have them as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she is the mortal one. Well, she's the well, mortal that's one in, in the, the Ovid. Ovid. Myth. Yeah. Yeah. So we gotta look back further, so, I think. Likely previous She's also immortal, that makes sense how she would still be able to, you know, turn people to stone with her gaze, is if there was still some consciousness, because otherwise eyelids are gonna droop. The whole thing about her power being in her head, yeah. Would make a lot more sense if she's immortal and still alive while decapitated. Mm. Then we don't even have to worry about pubes. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, maybe it will have something in here like gorgons just naturally don't grow pubes. Maybe we could be gifted with something <laughs> like that that would settle this once and for all. I don't know what pubes are in ancient Greece, like what the name for pubes is. Uh, that's something that might just not be on the internet. Well, oh, I bet it is. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, the gorgons. Uh, pubic hair trends over time from tweezer happy ancient Greece. Oh. Oh. Did ancient Greeks Let's pluck their pubic see. hair and then would Medusa A either leave them because apparently that's terrifying to them anyways, even before we add the snake factor, or B, was she also in on this fashion trend and she was plucking them? <laughs> plucking snakes. Plucking snakes. <sighs> Okay, this this does say that traditionally, while two of the Gorgons were immortal, their sister Medusa was mortal. That says traditionally. The Greeks removed pubic hair by plucking out individual hairs until the whole area was deforested. Sometimes <laughs> even by burning off pubic hair. This Yikes. is from Bustle.com, which might not necessarily be the best source. Deforested. <laughs> Okay, well, I see here what they're getting at with Athena doing the thing, because apparently the large eyes of the Gorgon are, they appear in Athena's sacred bird, the owl. Perhaps that's where the association came in about Athena uh, granting her that gaze. But that says nothing about snakes. And also, I wonder where snakes as hair came from because this also says serpentine locks of hair and in some of these old carvings um these old statues they don't look like snakes they just look like they look like dreads or curls or braids perhaps so i'm seeing back to greek pube land um (laughs) uh there's an adolescent boy in clouds whose privates bloomed with dewy down uh, like apricots. Bear with me. Uh, no, I can't. And the in-law in the play called Thesmophorazuse, whose pubic hair is singed off so he can convincingly play a woman. Um, I'm seeing some general consensus on here as well that it looks unkempt and wild and non-feminine to have pubic hair, so it was in fashion to be cleanly shaven, but those are only from plays, it's not necessarily what was actually happening, but if we're going back to her visage being so horrible it would turn men to stone having pubes tracks having pubes tracks (laughs) 
that is that is all from Pubeland for now. Fair enough. Excellent. Uh, yeah, see, I'm looking at a marble statue from 6th century BC where her hair appears to be just... It's not vertical in any way. And this is... I'm not sure if like this hair. is Medusa, but it is a Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it just looks like locks of hair, like perhaps dreads or braids. So then there's also 510 BC, where her hair looks the same. The carving from Corfu, she also seems to have regular hair. I just had a horrible thought, you guys. The snake nervous system and spine. Are the vertebrae fused to her skull? Are the spinal columns going into her brain? It wouldn't go into her brain. Mm. But the nervous system might. I when think... I say spinal column, I meant the bundle of nerves, oh, not okay, the vertebrae. Not... Yeah, I was thinking the vertebrae. actual spinal column. I don't think they're connected to her neurologically because I think we've we've got uh, the idea of hive mind, right? Which is yeah. two separate neural so entities. How are they rooted to her skull then? With flesh. But how will they hive mind if they don't have a connection? Because how do how do bees hive mind? Uh, pheromones and yeah. Do snakes pheromone? Yeah, snakes pheromone. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got the uh, Jacobson's organ. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But if it was just connected by flesh, I don't think that would be enough because they're weighty creatures. Mm. They are. I mean, I think that the the lowermost vertebra, whatever it yeah, is, has to be, has to be fused onto her skull. It has Which to be. then also uh, proves our idea of little little nubbins yeah! that the snakes yeah! grow out of. It also so if you pull all her hair off, she looks like Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Yes, so I I accept this as true. Yeah, I think I think that's probably correct. So if the vertebrae are fused to the skull, then I think it only makes sense that the nerve bundle would be going in. Yeah, yeah. I I think that there has to be some connection yeah. there because so her skull has like just a bunch of nozzles on it. Yeah, exactly. I that does it. mean that she probably has a lot more holes in her skull. Yeah. Uh, Does that mean that baby gorgons have baby snakes oh, as well? I don't think there are any baby more gorgons. holes in their skulls. Because I think if we're going by... Well, if they're immortal and there's only three of them, then would they have babies? My guess is no. I mean, it's stated here that they're all sisters. Yeah. Which says nothing necessarily to their genitalia. But also, like, they came from a small gene pool also. Like, they came from two things that weren't Gorgons. So, essentially... And were siblings. Yeah. Is that, like, a is that like a warning against incest? No, I mean, look at all the other Greek myths. It's just yeah. that it was taken as a given that they would be siblings. Yikes. I mean, it's better than Gaia and whoever her husband's son was. Sunspin? <laughs> I mean, all mythos are gonna get to incest at some point. Yeah. Do we do we feel satisfied with this conclusion? I think Lisa Simpson might be our best. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, do we just wanna ignore the question of then whether she's got, like, some sort of horrifying bumps? I, I'm trying oh, to- Oh, yeah. now this is a- now this is a- oh boy, we talked about the head, but then we didn't- yeah. We didn't carry oh, it further. Lisa have Simpson down there. Horrible oh, no, bone no, no, no. spikes. <laughs> bone <laughs> spikes. Elvis. 
Oh, no. So I think that just for my own personal comfort, we have to say it's only on our head. <laughs> it's not about comfort. It's about making you uncomfortable. Well, I'm trying to think biologically, like, the shape of a pelvis. Oh, I'm also thinking well, her neck's got to be real strong. Yes, she definitely does, like, She's giraffe vertebrae. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or just the muscles of a football player. Yes, and she's got some. a beefy neck. But if we think, like, the that snakes... That would be harder to behead, though. The snakes on her head are thick. They're, like, maybe an inch oh, in diameter Oh, are these, like, those really tiny snakes? Yeah, for her pubes, That's if true. they're smaller snakes, oh. they wouldn't be heavier to support. If they're, like, the little thread snakes, you yeah. know, like, tiny. So oh, she wouldn't I, necessarily... I don't want to say that's cute, but that's kind of cute. It is kind of <laughs> cute. It I is think that's a satisfying cute. conclusion. I think, yeah. I think that works. Yeah. I'm just not even going to think about the scales, specifically like where the skin ends and the scales begin. But And, anyway. well, that's also another topic for mermaids. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's right. So should we take we'll a moment to talk about what some of the future questions are? Or do we want to leave them as surprises? Oh, my God. Um, so we've been kind of compiling a list. This all started with my brain being ridiculous and trying to torment my friends a little bit. So I have taken to making a list of things possibly to discuss in future. Hold on, they, Rachel. I'm going to stop you right there. Please look at these pictures of thread snakes. They're so cute. Oh, my this God. This is very cute. Yes. I'm accepting this. Yes, this is I'm cute. accepting yep, thread snake I'm just, cubes. I'm Google. just imagining they all hiss. Don't Google thread snake pubes. Oh, just Google thread snake on its own. Oh, wait, look at the little one with its mouth open. Oh, it's so scream. freaking cute. Okay. All right, we're cutting um, ourselves wait, off. So do those ones connect to her? Those would have to connect to her spine, so they're probably not as intelligent no. as the head snakes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think about how those nerves would work. Yeah, her hips must be really vulnerable. Or they would have to be, you know, yeah, just in between the, yeah. Maybe, yeah. They Can just, she feel them? I mean, for you them have to, to be animate, they have to have some sort of neurological... Activity. Yeah, but are they sensory nerves? Like your brain doesn't have like you know you can poke your yeah, brain. Yeah, but your skull you can. You, your skull you I can. I mean your scalp. So just like you can't feel your spinal column nerves necessarily. Hmm. Um, I think it would be the same with the snake. Of uh, the snake's skin, eyes, mouth all have sensoriness. It's just where it connects to the brain. And we never discussed if her head hair sheds. Her pubic hair might shed. Yeah, okay, that's true. But being thread snakes makes it adorable. <laughs> oh my so gosh, they're so small. We're looking at a graphic of hatchling versus adult snakes. The thread snakes, specifically. Oh, thread snakes, okay, yes. snakes. Mother to offspring size. It's so small. This does look like a pube. Yeah. The tiny baby hatchling, because it's that's so small. satisfactory. That, that is satisfactory. It's very, very small. How do you out. want to end our podcast? Um, I think... Should we do a teaser of the question for next time? I think that seems yes. like a good idea. Uh, do we want to do mermaids next, or we do you have do something mermaids. else you want to do oh, next? Oh, do you have another one? Mermaids is good. My Dracula one was very good. That I'm really excited about. And then somebody um, dropped something about Satan. Oh, that was another one on my list. So my friends put a moratorium on me telling the stupid questions until we recorded this podcast. So I've just been telling everyone else. <laughs> Spread the yep. agony. Exactly. Well, um, you can you can pose the questions for us to ponder, but we can't discuss them. Yeah, I think like. that's really the big thing. 
So Mer- let's do mermaids next time. Okay. So next time we are going to be discussing mermaids, and specifically we're going to have to look at their reproductive habits. I believe. No, we got to it with the question. Oh, okay. Mermaid reproduction is the general topic. What's our specific question, Rachel? Is mermaid breast milk similar to humans or similar to whales in its consistency? And if you don't know what whale breast milk is like, just look you that wait. up. <laughs> the answer and is toothpasty. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> All right, I think that's our <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be coming out with podcasts hopefully every week or every other week, depending on our schedules. Catch ya for mermaids.